Welcome to the Career Fluencer Podcast. This is Jasmine Reed Clark. I am a freelance writer currently based out of Dallas, Texas. I don't have to justify to you why I'm doing what I'm doing. And you know what? You don't have to understand it. Actually, I remember it was when Ahmaud Aubrey was murdered and I just was like, the world is so short. And if I were to lose my life, am I proud of the way I would leave it? For me, I just thought, no, I know I've been called to do something else. I have your very cookie cutter, uh, traditional suburban upbringing, you know, two parents, still married, um, was told to go to college and go through all of the different steps. You know, there's a timeline, apparently. What was really strange about my journey is when I was really young, I, well, thought I had figured out what I wanted to do, which was to write at a magazine. I grew up just loving magazines. They were, I mean, as crazy and maybe even cliche as it sounds, like the magazines were my friends, especially being an only child who grew up in a sheltered home. And the magazines, I loved them so much. I thought, oh my God, I want to be the person who asks these questions. That is when I decided, oh, I'm going to be a journalist and I'm going to talk to celebrities all day. I wanted proximity to the people I had idolized growing up. It was my dream for a very long time. Most of my friends thought, I don't know what I'm going to major in. I think I'm going to go in undecided and figure it out. And I was a little bit more headstrong. I was just so self-assured. You know, of course, the poetic irony of it all is by the time my senior year came around, you know, not not only had the magazine industry basically died and everything was online now, um, I realized it wasn't really what I wanted to be doing. So while all of my friends had figured out what they wanted to do with their life, I left college being just as confused as when I entered it. I was such a hot mess. I thought I, I didn't have it figured out and I was really embarrassed. I definitely felt that insecurity and that motivation to have a job that impressed people, that was going to justify my very expensive piece of paper called a college degree. So to go back to the beginning, I was someone who thought I knew what I wanted to do. And over time, I grew out of love with the idea of it. When we watch movies like The Devil Wears Prada, it looks so glamorous and that you have to have confidence and you have to have passion. And of course, I, I do think you need all of those things. Um, but you also need patience and attention to detail and persistence. And as somebody who's very stubborn and impatient, I also realized I didn't have some of the soft skills to match the hard skills. Basically found myself having to rediscover who I was as a person and figure out a career that was going to fit. I had a few postgraduate internships, one with a prestigious PR company, one with a very popular online dating website. And you know, th I never really thought there was that fit. But when I would speak to my dad, I basically got the millennial entitled millennial spiel like, oh, you're just upset or oh, you just don't like the job because you're not doing precisely what you want and you need to climb the ladder and you need to pay your dues. All of those things. But I still in my like gut in my soul and like my intuition was telling me like, this isn't right. Okay, maybe I'm at the wrong place. So I bounced around a few different employers and I thought, okay, well, maybe it's not the employer. It's that I shouldn't be in marketing and PR. Loved content creation, but there was something so soul sucking for me 
about having to report on engagement and likes and especially for a product that maybe I wasn't that passionate about. And I would just reflect on my drive in and my drive out and think, why aren't you happy? Was kind of struggling at work. I was caring what people thought about my title. I was doing a lot more, trying to to grow at a company. And I saw um, a lot of microaggressions and subtle racism happening. So I founded our People of Color Employee Resource Group. And that I'm really proud of because that was a space I created for other people. That had nothing to do with, oh, if I do this, I'll get this accolade. Or, oh, if I do this, then I'll get that promotion I've been wanting to get. This was more about doing what is virtuous because this is the one life most of us get. Regardless of whatever your belief system is, You, we can all agree we at least get one life, if not multiple. But with this one life, I need to know that we are trying to make this space better for everyone who goes through it. And the last company I worked at, which was a very popular e-commerce site, and it was that, you know, it's that, that job that all of your friends are like, I can't believe you work for X company. That's so cool. And I was getting to go to like South by Southwest and being flown to New York and getting to work with influencers and celebrities. And so in some ways, I, I definitely got that like childhood dream come true but i just realized okay i don't i don't care about the shallow part of it i thought okay i'm going to look for office manager jobs and event planner jobs and that's what i'm going to go after i'm so miserable i'm i'm going to go after that and um just as fate would have it um the founder of a social media marketing company was like hey we're looking for someone and i go through all of the interview process, have a great time. And I tell the founder, hey, love it, but I actually want to um, do HR. So if we could work something now, that would be cool. Otherwise, like I have to say no. And I remember my dad, I think I forwarded him the email and he's like, what the hell are you thinking? Like, you can't just say that to people. You can't just be this open. Um, but thankfully, that's a theme that has been like my naivete, um, blind optimism and just wanting to be honest at all times because I don't even have the mental capacity to keep up with lies <laughs> has really served me well. And so I was just really upfront, like, hey, I really want to get into HR and recruiting and I want to work with people. And he said, okay, we'll make a deal. Candidly, I thought he was full of crap, but I thought I hate this job. Maybe he's a decent guy. And thankfully, he made good on his word. But through that, I was able to dabble in recruiting, dabble in HR, office management, people operations. And that was when I felt that click that I think I was craving when I was 22 that I wasn't getting, but I saw everyone around me getting it. You know, and it's funny because at the time, I remember feeling like it took me so long to chase my passion. But um, I'm very, very grateful that I followed that intuition and that I don't have to wonder what if. I mean, part of why I was at startups for so long is because if I have a really cool idea, I want to know it's going to get produced and there's not going to be red tape just because I'm young or just because I haven't been at this company for 15 years. So um, for you, if it's having the autonomy or having the freedom to decide or having more control, honor that person. Because I think when you don't do that, that is when 
you resent your job. That is when you resent your life. And that is when you walk away with so many regrets. If you are already getting that internal resistance and finding reasons to not do it, or you don't have that itch, or you're talking yourself out of it, um, that is probably not your purpose. However, um, I will also say I don't tend to give conventional advice, but I do believe in following your destiny and following your heart. And I know that sounds very woo-woo, like following your destiny. What does that even look like? But I really believe it really comes down to knowing what your value system is, even as it relates to work, and really being able to give that middle finger to the idea of what you should want. So many people say you should want growth and you should want a big paycheck. Everyone told me, stay at this job. It is a pandemic. People are getting fired, furloughed, let go, left and right, you would be insane to leave your job. But in those private moments, I was journaling a lot and just realized, you know what? (sighs) This might be my only shot. This might be the only shot I have because obviously who knows what next year could bring. Um, So let me go after this. You know, for me, I'm a freelance writer and I do right now, right now, I have good friends, friends I've had since college who are like, yeah, yeah, that's cute. But like, what are you going to do next? And I am at a place in my life, I can finally say, I don't live to impress you. You don't have to understand it because you don't have to live my life just like I don't need to understand your life because I don't have to live it every day. And you realize, okay, do I love what I'm doing? Yes or no? And I'm really proud to have gotten to a point where I genuinely care more about my own opinion of myself versus the opinions of others. I was really ashamed to not know what I wanted to do. Now that I'm following my own personal alignment, I do think that is why all of these doors are opening up. 